All right, here we go. Geocast 30, thanks everyone who's been tuning in, listening, loving the comments or messages we're receiving on Instagram. Um, yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, at Elemental Geo. Um, we got a YouTube channel that we're starting up, Elemental Rhythm. You can check that out as well. Um, yeah, and today I'm just super grateful. Um, super grateful for my family. I took my son to the hockey game last night, which was fun. After being in Costa Rica for a few years, uh, we just had a blast. That was just so much fun to be there. That reminded me of myself growing up. Um, so today we're going to continue the story of Rhythmia going to night two. So in the last episode, 29, if you haven't listened to it, just check that out. Talked a bit about going into fear and um, that fear of uncertainty and fear of doing something wrong, maybe out of integrity and not knowing what the consequences could be. And what I want to add to that that I didn't add in the last email is is the energetic consequences of doing something wrong. Um, sometimes we do things that, that you know, no one will know about in our life. I'm sure we've all made a decision that you know, wasn't in full integrity, maybe I don't know, or a white lie or something like that. But we've got to remember that everything has cause and effect. And everything we do um, will come back somewhere or another, always, always. And I've talked about this in podcasts before. Um, but when we have this program of this fear, you know, sometimes we go to the airport and we're going through customs and for some reason we're scared, like we're going to get caught with something and we have nothing on us. You know, oh, they're going to find this or that. Um, and that probably comes from like, you know, childhood, being afraid of being in trouble or maybe a parent that's always kind of on our case or a spouse that's always on our case. Um, but what are we attracting when we're in that fear all the time? You know, if we're always thinking about what could go wrong and, and what we're going to attract, what's that energy you're bringing in? And that's why it's super important, you know, when we're manifesting and creating, you know, it's the program we're putting out there into the world and our beliefs is really what helps to create a reality. And so we really have to be cautious and be aware of like, hey, does my mind always keep going to this direction? Because there's a solution for every problem. Um, and, you know, that belief that, you know, I am bad or I am not good or I've done something wrong you know, that's still stemming in our subconscious, you know, that fear of trying to protect us of not doing anything wrong. So it's important we try to shift that. How do we do that? You know, maybe daily practice with breath work, maybe focusing on where that root comes from and letting ourselves know, like, hey, like, I can choose to step into integrity. I can choose to do everything right. I can choose to um, do things in a way that I have nothing to fear. You know, and that's kind of what that, that lesson was kind of teaching me is like, hey, like, you're doing things right now you know in your past you may have not done everything always in the best way possible and left yourself open to a fear of you know getting caught or maybe in school not doing your homework or all these kind of things um, but now we can choose that and it's important when you have these decisions that come up you have this opportunity to choose like what are you going to choose are you choosing something that may open you up for worry and fear or are you going to do something, you know, the right way? And it doesn't mean not to take chances. You know, it definitely doesn't mean that. It means to take calculated risks, you know, really to kind of feel in, in your heart, you know, um, the direction you want to go and, and make sure it's not coming from your mind or not based on a, a fear program. So I brought that into night two. And night two, I was like, okay, you know, like the medicine told me like, hey, this fear thing is a little more complex. Um, it's not just like one memory. You know, your fears are built up over time. It's, and obviously it's building this kind of framework. And I think you know, the world is designed like that, to have things that are scary because it pushes us to evolve. 
you know, on, on so many different levels, on a personal level, on a macro level. You know, we see things in the world are getting a bit crazy right now. And, and what's it really doing? You know, maybe it's making people crazy, but I think ultimately it's pushing us to evolve. We got to swing so far one way so that we can break the pattern or have momentum swing back the other way. We're like, okay, you know, like we need to shift this. And it's that uncomfortableness that usually will, will either make us or break us. And so I was exploring fear a little bit deeper the next night. And, you know, Tuesday night arrhythmia is usually the strongest medicine for me. Uh, it's my favorite night. And usually Chris is, is facilitating. And um, I just love the way he facilitates the ceremony, the music, the, the intention, the way it's held, the intensity. And so, you know, I take uh, two cups to start. I go back and lay down. I know, like, this medicine, like, just give it time. You know, don't, don't take that extra cup before you really feel it. And, you know, they call for the second cup. And I'm just like waiting it out. I'm starting to feel a little bit. I'm just really going into like feelings of fear in my body. Like re remembering, you know, as a kid being afraid of the dark or not wanting to be alone and wanting to sleep in my parents' room and um, being afraid at school and not having an older brother and just all these feelings of feeling unsafe, you know. Um, and then now, like, you know, sometimes financial security, you feel unsafe, you know, what would have happened here or in the markets and all these things. It was really allowing me to like feel it in my body. And, you know, in a previous time, a previous episode, when I had uh, my arm kind of got paralyzed in ayahuasca ceremony, uh, all of a sudden, like, it just kind of, like, froze. It felt like initially, like, I'd torn a, a tendon or something. But I realized after, so it was just really high, dehydrated. And I started feeling dehydrated a bit again going into the ceremony. So I'm doing my best, like, drink electrolytes and, and drink a lot of water. But as I'm going in, you know, um, I'm starting to feel it. Uh, and the ayahuasca is like, I'm feeling all this fear. And it's like, tell me, like, just go take another half a cup. That's all you need. So I'm like, okay. So I go up, take another half a cup, uh, come back, lay down. I'm waiting a while. I have a good purge, just feeling sick and nauseous. And then I'm laying there and all of a sudden that thing happens to my arm again. And I'm like, oh man, again, like, what is going on? How come this happens all the time? And, but this time it like really kind of like spasmed and it felt like I got bit by something. And I see this flash of like a panther, this black panther. And I'm just, whoa, I'm like, I just get energetically bit by a panther because it was like really hurting. And I'm kind of there and just like trying to like connect with this panther and I'm just like, what's going on? Like, what's the meaning of this is like, it's really been my mind trying to figure it out. I'm like, man, like this is just getting worse. I need some water. And like, I have to choose here. Like you're not supposed to drink water with ayahuasca, but I'm like, okay, I'm just going to drink water and see what happens. Cause you can get like a lot more sick and purge a lot more. So I'm leaning there. Can't really move this arm, I'm grabbing electrolytes, putting them into my, um, into my water bottle. Like just like pouring water, dripping on my face. Um, and this panther is there again. And, uh, it tells me its name and its name was Kuma, which was interesting because, um, we're looking at, you know, creating a new company or rebranding into a new name called, uh, Kuma. And I wasn't crazy about it for the longest time, the name. And, um, maybe I had just attachment to the old name Elemental, but anyways, um, the name Kuma which is what they were proposing, um, now kind of made sense in a whole different way. 
And so as I'm communicating with this panther, um, it's showing me that it actually didn't bite me, but it, it actually got bit by a crocodile when it was very young. And how it's like innocence got taken away when it was playing near the water. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the crocodile is very kind of stealthy. And they only hunt when they need to. They don't, wouldn't just attack for no reason. So it's like this kind of survival thing in, in, in the jungle. You know, how you know, everyone's there for survival. Everyone kind of respects each other, but, you know, you got to eat, you got to eat. Um, and the crocodile is also very, like, strong family value, just like the panther. So anyways, gets bit, survives. You know, and again, in the last one, it kind of talked about when I had this, you know, beer bottle smashed over my head at a club when I was younger. And, you know, it was going back to, like, when I was a kid and when I kind of felt scared and unprotected for the first time. And it was kind of like this panther's life was mirroring my own life. And then as I kind of lay there just contemplating, it was showing me the first time the panther started to growl. And I felt this voice coming from within me that I'd never felt before. It was like, row, 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 like all these like panther noises. And I just started like losing myself in it, just rolling around and making these noises and growling and just playing like this baby panther that, that was just learning to speak for the first time, just like finding its voice. And what that felt like and it was it was incredible and it was showing me how like after that happened you know like there was a lot of fear in the panther and just like you know me when there's a lot of fear and i was just like you know, like how do you really work with fear like that you know like how do you how do you feel safe in an unsafe world how do you feel safe in an unsafe world and this voice came to me and it said believe in us at first, I didn't really understand what it meant. But as soon as I kind of like just tried to embody it, it was completely clear. Us meant the panther, the ayahuasca, me, but as an element of God. What it was really trying to tell me was to just believe in God and to have faith in his higher power. And it was saying that, you know, the best and the only way to really feel ultimately safe is this unrelenting faith in God. And it is not religious in any way. It can be, if you believe in religion, but this higher power that's guiding you, that um, has your back, that um, is just there even in the hardest times. And you hear about these stories in the Bible, and you hear about all these people that, you know, um, have gone through these hardest things. It was that, like, unrelenting faith in God that kind of carried them through. And I was like, okay, like, I was grew up religious. And I feel spiritual, but like, where is that connection to this, this higher source that needs to come back into my life? And the more I just focused on that and trusted that and looked back at all the hard times in my life and how I was able to get through, it was clear that um, the way to safety, to feeling safe, is to believe. And it's hard, you know, it's hard to do that. Um, and that's why it's important to have practice and to have faith and to, to witness miracles that are around us all the time like just being alive you know being able to have these experiences being able to witness life you know that's a miracle in itself and i really felt this sense of ease and calm come over me you know like so this is like the next layer it's like this fear of safety and as i began to embody it you know i just really just felt free this panther was just having a blast and went to the healing circle and I was just on fire, like fearless. And, you know, some of the fears I had about, you know, 
business and other things, they just melted away as like so unimportant and just to trust. You know, to be smart like a panther, to to take calculated risks, um, but not to kind of like just give up or be in fear because you're you're not going to survive in the jungle when you're living in fear. You know, you have to live your life and accept that things may get hard or happen, but that's okay. You know, and you're going to be able to work through it. And then you know, it was showing into the 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 symbols of the of the panther, which you know, I knew some of them. I talked to the Titan on Thursday and asked. And there's a lot of sim, sim, symbolism in the panther, you know, like rebirth, courage, fearlessness, you know, like death and rebirth really is like being able to step into the darkness uh, and to have faith and to be reborn, to know your power, to, to find yourself. Um, and all these things was okay, like this is what I need to focus on, you know, instead of focusing on the fear and things that could go wrong, just taking your power away. It's okay, like what is the potential, you know, because every situation in life, you know, a lot of times fear will come, and what do we do? We amplify it. We think the probability of, of our worst case scenarios is like an 8, 9, or 10 out of 10, when in reality it's like a 1 or 2. You know, but what about the other outcomes? You know, what about the other things? What are the probability of those? And what's the weight we give it in our beliefs? You know, and that's where the shift needs to happen in most of us. It's like, okay, recognize when you feel afraid. Know that your, your internal system, your brain, your subconscious is trying to just keep you safe. But your past experiences don't dictate the future. Your past experiences don't dictate the future, but they set a program in your mind to avoid you from going there. And how do we break through? We've got to start leaning into it and seeing that, hey, it's not as bad or scary as I thought, or the outcome is not what I thought. And, you know, the crocodile also had a lot of symbolism, you know. Um, they're the protectors of wisdom, you know, one of a very ancient kind of animal in the jungle um, and all over the world. Um, and, you know, one of the things I saw online was it signifies a new beginning uh, of the term of renewal and growth. And I was like, oh, man, that's exactly what I feel like I'm going through right now. Because every four, five, six years, I have this kind of, like, shakeup. And then it's like, okay, like, this is an opportunity for new growth, more growth. Like, like, I felt like I was done. But we're never done. You know, life will always be magical in that way. It will always provide you opportunities to grow. And it's up to us if we want to stay stuck and attached to our current kind of comfort or to lean in to see what what comes next um also the crocodile talks about taking time to integrate changes in life you know not to move too quick its eyes are on top of its head to see forward to have stealth patience and hunting only when necessary so you know just having faith in all of this that's going on in my life and hopefully you know some symbolism or something you relate to it's like you know how can you, you know, build more faith in your life and trust in that higher power um that's guiding you at all times and so i was like oh man i really love this panther i love the whole concept i love the name and it's like i should get a tattoo <laughs> and lo and behold here we go right here i got that panther a long time ago there was something that was in me that was kind of like speaking to me about it so i don't know if it was a metaphor i don't know if it I was actually a panther in a past life but I just felt this deep connection. So whether I was just being shown a story or a way to really connect or something that was um, meant to see, I really felt a shift in me on the second night around fear. And fear is not a fun intention to go in because you know your fear is going to come. It's going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel all these feelings. Um, and so that kind of started leading into the third night, you know, which the story, it's a little more interesting. Um where we go back into fear, 
But after the, the first two nights, it was like, wow, like I got so much out of it that I felt like, you know, I'm good. I don't need any more. Um, but again, if you, if you choose courage, you know, nature rewards courage. Nature rewards courage in the most incredible ways. Terrence McKenna said it. Sometimes you got to allow yourself to dive into the abyss and just trust and have that really deep-seated, unrelenting faith in God or higher creator. So if you enjoyed this, please feel free to share it, of course, or reach out. I'd love to hear. Maybe you have a perspective on it or maybe, you know, something you experience is similar. It's, it's, it's always amazing to hear from you guys. Um, and yeah, I'll share more about um, in the next episode. So stay tuned. Peace.